Hi, my name is Charles Aquosa, and you're listening to Top Talk. Throughout the generations, human beings have often been shackled by the limitations of conventional thinking. You may have heard it said before that certain things can or cannot be done, or the word impossible to be used to describe an inconceivable task or action. For a young lady at the 1976 Montreal Olympics, the word impossible soon became a stepping stone to immortality. I was told, a ten is not possible. Those were the words of Daniel Bormat, the then director of Omega, the official scorekeepers at the Montreal Games. The term "perfect ten" was used in gymnastics to describe perfection. And prior to 1976, it was a score that no judge had ever deemed worthy to grant. And so it was that this popular belief around the world of gymnastics became totally obliterated by a young lady called Nadia Comaneci. She defied the long-established notion that perfection in gymnastics was impossible. At the tender age of only 14, Nadia entered a tournament not as a favorite, but as a competitor. Eager to impress her coach and family, with a ponytail and ribbons, dressed in a white leotard with a number seventy-three pinned on the back, Nadia did the unthinkable by scoring a perfect ten on the double beam. The Montreal crowd was stunned and gave her a rousing ovation. A star was born, but the Montreal crowd were in for an even bigger surprise. Nadia was about to do the unimaginable. During the remainder of the Montreal Games, Nadia Comaneci scored six additional perfect tens and won gold medals for the individual all-around, the balance beam, and uneven bars. And even more staggering was the fact that soon after this. During the same event, another young gymnast by the name of Nelly Kim from the Soviet Union also scored a perfect ten for her performance on the vault. The following Olympic Games in Moscow saw over nine competitors achieve and score perfect tens in various gymnastic disciplines. Athletes now believed. Was possible, and so in turn, their approach to training was different. Their thinking had changed. There is a mindset to believing in ourselves, a certain type of motivation, often 
We need to see others do something before we cast the light of possibility on ourselves. It's only when we see that it's possible that we can start applying action to our own goals. On the other side, there are those special individuals that create a vivid and clear vision of certainty that they can accomplish something that no one has ever done before. On May 6th, 1954, a young man by the name of Roger Bannister took part in a race at the Ifley Road track in Oxford. He would go on to win a mile race with a record-breaking time of 3 minutes and 59.4 seconds. For years, so many athletes had tried and failed to run a mile in less than four minutes that people made it out to be a physical impossibility. And prior to Sir Roger Bannister's efforts, the world record for a mile was set by Gunda Haag of Sweden in 1954 at just over four minutes. Despite, or perhaps because of, the psychological mystique surrounding the four-minute barrier, several runners in the early 1950s dedicated themselves to being the first to cross into the three-minute zone. And just 46 days later, on the 21st of June, 1954, Bannister's record was broken by John Landy in Finland with a time of 3 minutes, 57.9 seconds. The great American industrialist Henry Ford once said that whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. This just highlights just how much our attitudes of mind can determine our successes or failures. Sir Roger Bannister and Nadia Comaneci, two incredible individuals who blazed a trail to inspire others to work that little bit harder and jump that little bit higher. When recently asked about what perfection means, Nadia replied that there is no exact definition. It's simply a ladder that you climb in life and I got there first. Thank you for listening.